Assalamu alaikum, peace be upon you. Welcome to the Matcha Talk podcast with me, Samia of Sunnah Living. I am here every Monday to have a down-to-earth, real conversation with you. This is a beautiful morning. I have my warm matcha latte ready to go and a topic I'm burning to talk about. Let's begin. Welcome back to the Matcha Talk podcast. Today, I want to share with you a little reflection on a pot of beans. I have an interesting relationship with pots. In the beginning of my marriage, I came into the home and my husband already had a pretty good setup for cooking. Everything we needed in the kitchen was already there because they had been living there for some time. When we got married, he was living independently for quite some time. And so he had a pretty good setup for everything you may need in order to cook and to serve and all that good stuff. So I was very grateful for that. He had um, non-stick cookware. And so I used it for some time. In the beginning, I had no idea how to cook. Let me tell you, I do not enjoy cooking. Uh, I know some people love to cook and serve others and feed others. Me, I, I like to have conversations. I like to walk around in nature. I, I would rather take you out somewhere and as... I mean, we, this is matcha talk, so we can have matcha together or if you like coffee, you do your thing and then afterwards we can go for a walk, we can even go for a smoothie, but the idea of me cooking a meal for someone is very rare and I've only done it a handful of times, apart from my husband, of course. And so here we are in the beginning of my marriage when I didn't really know that much about cooking, but I was learning and I was practicing and following recipes and slowly I was getting a hang of cooking and then I realized and learned actually that the non-stick cookware was pretty toxic and so I decided to switch up a little bit and I went to non uh, excuse me the steel pans all those steel cookware I bought a whole set it was great enjoyed it a lot until I came across cast iron cookware so I got cast iron pans I have not looked back I think the first one that I purchased is probably six years old. I'm not 100% sure, but I would wager on that, that it is about six years old and it is good as new. It works perfectly. I've abused it a little bit, left it on the stove for a bit too long, but it's still going on pretty, pretty well. And it was during that time that I said, you know, I need something like a good pot to cook in. I like heavy things. The cookware needs to be a little bit substantial. So when I'm holding it, it feels like I'm holding on to something. And dinner plates as well. Actually, I have a little bit of a disagreement with my mom on this. She likes those paper thin ones, which you can just feel like you're holding paper. But it's like a really thin piece of glass. The Corel ones, I think that is a company. Me, on the other hand, I don't enjoy them. I like uh, clay dishes actually and recently I have gotten into pottery so I really loved handmade dishes and I have a collection of them which I'm hoping to add on to slowly but surely but it is a good enough connection for two people. So I really like heavy cookware and I learned about enameled cast iron. Now let me go back a little bit and share with you what is cast iron and what is enameled cast iron just in case you're not familiar with it. Cast iron is actually pans which are made from iron and they are like solid piece of iron. There's nothing in between. It's like 
um, like a sauteing pan. So you have the handle and you have the pan itself. It's very sturdy. It heats up really well and it's iron so it maintains that heat properly. It is really a joy to cook on. It is a little bit of a hassle to clean because you cannot generally clean it like you do any other pots because it is iron. You cannot leave it wet because it will rust. So it has a little bit of a care involved but I do not care. I just put a little bit of vinegar in there, leave it alone and it is so easy to brush away and clean and really it's it's an enjoyable experience and enamel cast iron on the other hand is basically an iron pot which is covered with a glass and it comes in different colors it's so classy sometimes it is so beautiful and I really wanted one and I remember it was in the grocery store in fries I came upon it and it was like a 50% off sale it was a great price normally they they can run from I mean I've seen some from like 100 to the brand Le Creuset. I'm not gonna say <laughs> I think I butchered that name but I mean it can go up to three four hundred dollars so these are really expensive pans but you don't have to go that expensive um, but obviously I'm a salesperson and so when I saw a pan for 50% off I said yes I am going for it and uh, and it was a beautiful purple color an eight quart uh yes it is no no it was a six quart pan and have I mentioned before in any of my podcasts that it's me and my husband alone? So six quart is a really huge dish for just two people. And I didn't know that. Like I said, not a big fan of cooking. That means I have not been cooking for all of my life. I don't know what six quart means. I still have a little bit of difficulty with it. Now I know that I probably should have compared it to the dishes that I already have. The steel ones that I mentioned, it came in a set. If you turn them over, it lets you know how many quarts of pans there are. So I didn't know that, but six quart is pretty big for just two people. I mean, you're rarely gonna use it. And maybe you wanna roast a chicken in it or two. Um, but apart from that, I mean, what, what do you, two people? No, you're cooking for like four or six in that dish. So anyways, I got it and I really loved it. And, oh, I, I think I cooked maybe once or twice in it. And then I realized that it was just really, really big. And so it sat in the closet for some time. It only came out when some of my family visited and our family, I should say, visited. And then I actually, just a couple of years later, I ran across oh it was when Sears was closing so it was a closeout sale and I saw these KitchenAid ones and it was a cast iron uh, situation going on it was pretty neat and they were on mega sale I don't remember exactly but it was a pretty big sale and there were still a few left and so I got a grill pan in the color red it was enameled cast iron grill pan which is pretty awesome uh, for the grill pan the inside the grates that you have they're still cast iron they're not covered with glass so you still have to be careful about watering them uh, excuse me leaving water in them if you're going to be cleaning them because they will rust and then I found this red four quart cast iron and enameled cast iron pan and it is beautiful I use it and I still thought it was too big for just two people because sometimes I would be cooking for something and it would just be like two inches of the pan at the bottom I'm like wow this is like really little might as well be cooking in a skillet and so 
<laughs> I am getting to the point of this podcast episode today. Just hang on a second. Uh, but actually, so recently I had no plans at all on buying another one. But I had been kind of dreaming about getting a two-quart one. Because I finally realized that if you flip the pans over, the steel ones, they will tell you how many quarts they are. So in mine, I learned that it was a 2.5-quart saucepan or a pot. I'm not sure exactly what kind of a pan it is called but I mean it's a 2.5 quart so it's it's a good size and I was like and I, we use that a lot like that's something that we we meaning me and my husband since we both cook um you know we just reach for a lot more than any other pans really and so I was like it would be wonderful to have the same size of an enameled cast iron which is beautiful and lovely and so, lo and behold, it was in Macy's. They were having a sale just a few days ago. And it was pretty intense. And it was Martha Stewart brand. And I'm kind of really, like, I when I buy something, I want to know that I'm getting good quality. And But I know that cast iron, the enameled cast iron Dutch ovens, I, oh, there you go. They're called Dutch ovens, by the way. They're also called Dutch ovens, but they're enameled cast iron pots, basically. Um, and so I know that the quality of them can vary, you know, but... I mean, like I said, there's no way I'm spending $400 or even 200 with a sale on a pot. That's just never going to happen. It's more like if I was to buy a set of something, but buy one by itself, I don't know. I would have to really enjoy cooking and yeah, we talked about how much I don't. So I found this one in Macy's and it was two quart beautiful gold knobs on top and they had different colors uh, I'm not a big fan of gradients in pots because sometimes you see them like starting off at a really dark like I don't know orange on the bottom or red on the bottom and then it ombres into like a yellow or something not my favorite I don't really enjoy them um, but these ones either was I was debating between a solid white and a solid black and I struggled went to the cart back and forth it was again 50% off so it was a huge huge sale and it was awesome for those of us who don't want to spend a lot of money on cookware but you still want good ones you know for the times that we do enjoy cooking those rare moments in time um, but I mean really a little bit of a tangent here based on my experience so far as a person who do not enjoy cooking it is relatively more enjoyable if you have things that serve its purpose well so if you have pots and pans that really heat up well that they distribute heat well then they are enjoyable to look at and stuff like that it makes the experience a lot better than it would be if you just didn't have that many good quality things and so I am grateful and I know it's a privilege to have uh, and I'm very grateful to be able to in a position where I'm like okay you know what uh, at least it is enjoyable for me to look at even if it is not as enjoyable for me to cook in them and so I saw these like I said white and and black and I had two of these options and they had really beautiful gold like a knobs on top like really solid and just like a I mean if the pot itself is maybe about I don't know six inches across or something like that I would say and the pot and the knob on top is a good 1.5 inch of just gold covered beautiness and so I just really loved it and I decided on the black one and it came in the mail after about a week or so. I was really anxiously waiting for it. And it came and I was like, oh my goodness, so beautiful. I love it. Absolutely love, love it. And so I was really excited to cook it. Um, and, and it just so happened that I was browsing through a bookstore and through their clearing section that I found this book. It is called 
Milk Street by Christopher Kimball. If you're not familiar with him, I actually learned about him through America Test Kitchen. And it was actually while I was watching those things. We used to have cable then. And it used to play quite often. I decided and was super inspired to make turkey for Thanksgiving one time. And it was just me and my husband. We cooked one huge turkey. It was amazingly delicious, but it was one turkey for two people. So um, that was a different conversation that we can have another time about getting too ambitious and cooking too much food. Um, but let's come back to this one though. Anyway, so that's how I learned about him. And I flipping through that book and I came across this recipe for Turkish beans. And they were using cannellini beans in it. And it was such a delicious looking recipe. I'm like, oh my goodness, I have to make it. And lo and behold, they were like, get out of the pan or an oven safe pan or a Dutch oven. I'm like, oh my God, I just... I just got this in the mail, the two-quart one, and so I'm going to go for it. And uh, and if you don't already know, Dutch ovens are really lovely because you can cook in them and bake in them at the same time. They essentially make like an oven environment in them, so things cook really nice inside. Because Also because it retains the heat very well, and then they can go up to 500 degrees in the ovens uh, Fahrenheit. So it's a really, really nice um, way to get cookware that you can use for multiple things not only for one and so that's exactly what I did I made the pot of beans and there was were Turkish beans they took about two and a half hours to cook I would say maybe like uh, 30 minutes of prep time is very easy not that difficult if you don't count soaking the beans overnight so it was it just took time and it took a lot of thought and preparation and I just want to pause here for one second on the story about the beans and get to this point of where I was mentally and emotionally by the time that I was cooking the beans. So I haven't really shared a lot of this with people. It's very few people that really know about this. And I still don't feel 100% comfortable with sharing all of the story and the information about it through a public platform, whether it is my blog or YouTube channel or Instagram but I just want to mention here on this podcast a little bit that I have a bit of a history with depression um, I have kind of been familiar and a good friend of depression for maybe I would say 14 14 years if not more and it came across a bit all of a sudden at that time um, under very stressful circumstances and it just took me on a bit of a ride. I was deeply enmeshed in it for two years. It was very difficult and nobody around me knew and they still don't know and that's just kind of how depression is. It's uh, it's something that you really want to hold secret. I'm not sure why that's the case. Maybe the stigma around it or maybe just what it is in itself. It kind of makes you not want to or makes you look at yourself and feel like you are some sort of a burden and you don't want to introduce other people to the reality of your burden so that has been my experience with it and I actually suffered quite a lot with it like I mentioned for two years really gross into it and after a while it was kind of softened a little bit and it is no surprise knowing what I know now because apparently Hashimoto's and depression sometimes do go hand in hand and um, Hashimoto's being the thyroid condition that I have so I have a friendship 
with depression and actually we were not friends for a long time now which was a really big blessing after we got married like me and my husband are married um, I actually did not really get any exposure to it for a very long time I would have some days where I'm like wow what is oh geez you know like you would feel that a little bit of that cloud coming over and I'm like okay you know it would be just a day or two in between and I did never really had a, a strong time with it until my husband recently kind of left for around two months so he was gone um, and currently is gone for it's going to be two months basically by the time that he gets back and I am in a new town and I just have my cats and it has been a very interesting experience and I kind of expected that I'm going to get into that mindset but I just didn't know exactly how bad it was going to be so it just became a little bit crippling to be honest the the and I just remembered hey this is this is a pre-marriage Samia coming back and so it, it has been a little bit of a challenge and so by the time where I was browsing through the bookstore it was around two and a half weeks since I've left the house and and remember my husband is not home that means grocery shopping is all on me. I'm the one who's doing everything. If I'm not grocery shopping, then I'm not cooking and I'm not eating, right? Alhamdulillah for Instacart. If you know about it, oh my goodness, you just go on an app, you select your grocery store, you select all the things that you need and they deliver it right on your doorstep. And I have been a really good purveyor of it over the past two or three weeks that I was living without my husband. And so it, it really helped me a lot. But but I had a bit of mishaps to Instacart. It is not perfect because there's a human being shopping and sometimes a human being makes wrong decisions and buys moldy stuff. But we're not going to go there. All right. We're going to stick to the podcast episode topic for the day. And so it was about a, a two and a half weeks or so, or even wager three. I honestly do not know because time just became this little loop and I didn't know what was happening, but that I really needed to leave the house and it was very, very essential. So I did, I, I really hyped myself up for that day and I'm like, today I'm going to go out and I'm going to do things. And so I was really taking my time. And I decided to not only go to shop, but also just spend a little bit of time doing the things that I enjoy doing. And one of the things that I enjoy doing is walking through the bookstore. And so I was, you know, browsing through the sales section of the book, came upon the recipe. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to do this. I'm going to make these beans. I originally wasn't going to buy the book. I was I was being a really not a very good ethical sound person. I was going to take a picture of the recipe and then just like cook it later. Uh, but then, you know, conscious got better of me. And I flipped through the book and there were several recipes in there that were good. And I'm like, hey, I know the guy. I've cooked with his technique before. I know he has good flavor, me and him. Like we can work together. And so it ended up being that I got the book and it is sitting on my counter and I used it to cook the pot of beans in my new Dutch oven, cast iron, enameled pot. And it was a really good experience. And I just want to kind of put you in the mindset that I was in at that time because I'm still going through that deep little black hole of of depression and I'm really struggling with it and some days it is really bad to the point where I mean I literally just 
not do anything and everything is a really big struggle emotionally and then some days I'm like all right I'm feeling a little bit lighthearted like today I had a relatively better day today so I said I'm going to record a podcast because if you have been listening to me since the beginning you might have noticed I did miss two Mondays and it was because of this reason because I just could not really get myself to to do the things that I love doing and that's that's one of the things that depression does to you it takes away the things that you love doing and you don't really do those things that you love you know the things that you love doing is also an act of self-love and it just takes that away from you and so when I was making those beans it really became an act of self-love because I had seen that recipe and I'm like I am going to make these you know and all of the things it was like a it was a setting that led up to me saying you know I am going to do something for myself and that's just what I'm going to do and after it was done cooking I went to the backyard, it asked for fresh parsley to put on top of the beans. So Alhamdulillah, we're able to grow parsley in our backyard. And I went in and I got that bunch of parsley and I just chopped it and I put it on top of the beans and it just looks so beautiful. I shared a picture of it on my Instagram and I mentioned that it really caused me to reflect because the moment that this was happening, I felt such strong gratitude to Allah that he had given me an opportunity to enjoy this moment because I have not been able to enjoy anything for so long now. It just seemed like such a long time that I've been able to enjoy something and here I was with a pot of beans in a pot in a Dutch oven which was beautiful with that little gold knob on top of it you know it's just a pretty presentation and I made beans and they turned out good and I spent time on it like I mentioned it took about two and a half hours for them to cook completely from you know from time they put in the oven until the time that I took them out and what an incredible feeling of gratitude that I experienced at that time just looking at the you know and then just enjoying it and honestly it was a long time since I actually smiled as something that I that made me happy and so I was like wow this is so amazing and I just felt like an intense gratitude to Allah because even if I was going through all the things that I was going through emotionally this moment was gifted to me this moment Allah said I'm going to give that to her even though she's lacking in 20,000 other things that I am lacking in he still gave that gift to me and as a person who who has you know who's in that depressive mindset at that point that is something so precious that someone does something for you and in that case that someone is a lot that person oh, excuse me not a person people you have in your life that you love and they love you back I mean that is such an imp- a precious relationship but even that is faulty because they don't really know how you're feeling they don't really know your inner self and your reality of yourself all the negative things that you go through all the faults that you might have they don't know that and they only know what you present to them and what you tell them and so their love is a little bit of conditional in a way it could be unconditional but at the same time there are some conditions to it because there are some some people who have a really dark side of themselves that only Allah knows right and so so Allah's love and Allah's presence is unconditional truly like he is there whether you are there or not like he is there constantly whether you are you are there or not and your relationship with him is going to be there and it just 
depends on how you want it to be. So if you want it to be a positive relationship, you work on that. And if you don't really care about the relationship, well, you're going to suffer the consequences for that too. So we have this idea that there is Allah who is always there and we, we are there too. You know, we are there either really close to him or either really far away from him, but we are there and he is also very much there. And just having him do something in my life at the moment where I'm feeling the most unloved, the most unworthy and the most just all the negative things that you can think of that he said, hey, I'm going to take you throughout this process that you're going to find a deal for 50% off on Macy's for the pot that you want. And I'm going to get you that perfect beans recipe, which is going to blow your brains out. And it's going to turn out good, even though you're not a very good chef, but you can still cook here and there. But this is going to be the most amazing beans you've ever had in a moment where you feel at a time where you feel you don't even deserve the mediocre sort of beans. So just, I mean, subhanAllah, just think about that. And so I, if you have been following me for some time on Instagram, uh, you know that I talked about the Ethgar journey, which is a journey in which uh, a lot of us sisters, we are memorizing uh, Ethgar that was that is found in the fortification of the Muslim book. And that is an Ethgar that we recite in the morning and in the evening. And so the beginning of the of the athkar in the morning and the evening is alhamdulillah wahda wa salatu wa salamu ba'da like Allah it starts with the word alhamdulillah the word of gratitude the word of praise and gratitude and and honestly I was eating those beans and I just found myself thinking about the athkar journey and that word just took a whole new meaning the word Alhamdulillah took a completely new meaning because I was at this moment praising Allah and thanking Him and that's exactly the word what Alhamdulillah means. And I was here and I was like, this is just so, wow, this is what gratitude is like. Gratitude has to be something that is very deeply, deeply personal. It has to be personal for it to to make a change in your life and for it to mean something because I'm like hey alhamdulillah I got these piece of gum for like 75 cents instead of a dollar okay cool that's cool and stuff but gratitude when you're really looking at your life and recognizing what that is how what what is Allah doing in your life that is causing you to praise and to thank him what is happening in your life today and right now what happened during this day what happened during this week which you said you were like wow if if that had not happened then I would be on a completely different path that I don't know where I would be. If that didn't happen, how would I have continued on living? You know, like, like you really have to think about that personal relationship with Allah. What is gratitude? Why? You know, in part of the Athkar journey is I have journal prompts in there. So when it comes to that one, I think it was in this one or in the subsequent ones. I don't quite remember we talked about that. I had a prompt and I said, hey, list of things that you are grateful for. But Joe's just tell me I'm grateful for my sight. I'm grateful for my hearing. For Of course, I am grateful for them. 
if I did not have my sight, my whole life would be turned upside down on, and I wouldn't even be able to tell, you know? And so, yes, I, I understand that that it's a blessing and a privilege that I have. And uh, I mean, I am very grateful for that. But it needs to be a little bit deeper. It needs to be a personal experience. I went through this and Allah did this for me. And that caused me to be grateful. And that is a gratitude that you're going to remember when you're going through difficulty in your life. When you're going through a moment like I was going through a moment of of depression and that experience and that just something happened. And I'm going to remember that. I'm like, look, Allah did that for me. That has to be a very deeply personal relationship with Allah where you don't you don't have to be a perfect human being and you're never going to be one, but you don't even have have to be close to being perfect for you to have a relationship with Allah in which you just feel so so grateful it kind of you your imperfection means that your relationship with Allah is going to be worth something because you need him and we need him and that was my little experience that I wanted to share with you about the beans and the following day I woke up and I was feeling good in the morning time. I said, you know, I feel a lot better than I had been feeling in a while. And in that moment, I really wanted to say thanks to Allah. I really wanted to thank him and be grateful for him. And knowing, I remember in the Quran where Allah says that if you are grateful, then I will increase you. And I said, you know what? I am having a bit of a bad day, right? I've been having a bit of a bad time and today is a good day and I want this good day to continue to be a good day. And so I just have to be grateful for this moment of of normality, of normalcy. <laughs> normalcy is the word. And so I was grateful to Allah at that time and that was also very powerful because I had that little bit of knowledge, you know, about the brief understanding of the meaning of the ayah that I just talked to you about, about Allah increasing us if we're grateful and I used it, you know, and so knowledge is good if you are using it. And otherwise, it's just not really that beneficial. And I honestly feel that if you have a personal relationship with something in regards to Islam, in regards to our relationship with Allah, then you are going to have a complete different experience and someone who's not really taking it personally so as you go to your day today as you go to work as you come home from work as you cook meals for your family as you do your homework or as you just are living your life think of a moment where you can understand that if things were not going the way they are right now then your life would be devastated. Think of that moment. Think of that one thing and make that your personal moment of gratitude for today. And that is it for today. That is my reflection on a pot of beans. I hope that you enjoyed it and I hope that this inspires you and motivates you in all aspects of your life. Okay, this is it for today. Thank you so much for joining me. If you like this podcast, please show your support by leaving a review on iTunes. Also, you can find me on YouTube and Instagram at Sunna Living and on my blog sunnaliving.com where I have more content about topics similar to today. Wishing you a beautiful week ahead. Until next time, Assalamu Alaikum.